that is your job, Kiki. Welcome to the My Sister Told Me podcast. It's me, the Grinch. <laughs> Here's your favorite hosts, Emily and Naomi. Merry Grinchmas. <laughs> Hello, dear friends. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. My sister told me she's glad you're here. Always so glad. And this is our last podcast um before the holiday season we will have one coming out on boxing day and then another one coming out on january 2nd for holiday special very exciting we are so close to 2024 yeah how fun i'm excited wow honestly time has just flown by (laughs) uh yeah this time last year, I was still in school, though, so that seems like forever ago. Wow, crazy. What have you been up to this week? Well, on Sunday at church, it was ugly Christmas sweater day. Okay. But of course, I have no ugly Christmas sweaters. So I had planned before, because they told us about it the week before. Okay. And so I had planned to go to Frenchie's and find one, because of course, there's a million there. You can always find one there. Right. But I never got around to it. And then on Saturday night, we had like a young adults thing. Mm-hmm. So it, end- it ended late and I didn't have a chance to go. So I get home that night and I'm like, crap. Everyone said they're going to be wearing their ugly Christmas sweaters, like all our friends. So I'm going to be the only one that doesn't have one. I don't know what to do. Right. I was trying to think. And then in the bottom of my closet, I see this sweater that I have. Okay. It's one that I got from the Lost and Found at Camp. It's the get a life a hunting life nothing else matters okay and it has a picture of the moose with like the bullseye thing in the middle you mm-hmm. know it is it a christmas sweater no Not at all. <laughs> but i start thinking below that where it's hidden i remember that i have felt left over from a school project of course last year and i thought hmm what if i do a little crafty wafty cut out a christmas i mean a santa hat for the moose right. on the sweater, cut it a little reindeer nose and make it like Santa reindeer Rudolph. So I do that. It's like 11 p.m., so way past my bedtime. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I got to get this done because I have to have something for church tomorrow. And so I end up doing it, get it all done, looks great. Where it's a ter- where it's a church, not a one. single person notices. No, oh. everyone's wearing them. But it just like it just wasn't enough to oh it just felt like I was wasted up. efforts yeah That's but sad. i was so proud of it like it looked quite cool did luke wear Not anything cool yeah he has a super fancy f1 ugly christmas sweater, right so. i forgot about that one maybe that's why maybe because all the attention was on him because his was so cool that's fair his was also 40 dollars. mine was free <laughs> so I guess the moral of the story is to look on your closet floor for inspiration. Exactly. Exactly. And there were some cool ones. There's a couple who wore um, one Christmas sweater between the two of them. It's like an extra long and it only has two arms, but it's like for two people. It has two knuckles. Oh. And half of it said naughty, half of it said nice. Interesting. So that was cute. And no one else's was really that notable. 
Sorry if you're mm-hmm. listening. I mean, if you're listening, everybody yours was so good. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. That's good. And the other thing, I don't have very much this week. It was kind of a, it was busy, but not in an entertaining way. That's Just fair. Like a busy way. So, um, remember that food that had kind of gone viral on TikTok like a, f- a little while ago, and we had it at your house when you still lived in Moncton, like the first house you had. Um, it was like rice, broccoli, and salmon, and then those little uh, oh, like the seaweed paper, seaweed exactly. Okay, so I wanted to have that again for a while because I'd been thinking about it, mm-hmm. but. We just don't get out to enough meat markets often enough and we don't we can't buy salmon at the grocery store because we're not rich you know like it's so expensive for no reason (laughs) oh i was thinking like luke was gone all day because he had to go to his cottage to like shut some things down or get some tires or something sorry i forget he's listening (laughs) anyways anyways so i was like oh maybe i'll go but then i got caught up doing like a million other things getting ready for christmas and Mm -hmm. like ready for podcast stuff whatever so I was kind of bummed. I was like, oh, I really wanted that. And then I remember that all fish is the exact same. So I can just <laughs> use tuna because I have so much tuna in my cupboard. So I get it out. I mix mayo with sriracha and get some hoisin sauce. I put that on. I like get the tuna. Obviously mix that with the mayo sriracha. Then put more mayo sriracha on top. Get the rice like with some spices, the broccoli. And then I had the seaweed things. Okay. It was so delicious. It tasted exactly the same. <laughs> it was so, Luke was like, oh, this is really good, but I understand that it would be better with salmon. I'm like, no, nah, salmon tastes exactly like this. We have no problems here. <laughs> this is just less expensive. Tuna, w- tuna is a good fish to put in something like that. But someday you'll know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I do know a little. <laughs> I do know a little bit of the difference because there's one type of fish that makes me nauseous. I don't hate fish. I just don't have a lot of it very often. Mm-hmm. Just mostly tuna, if you can't tell, and sometimes salmon. So the fish the that's same. like white, yeah, exactly. That's like white and like way too watery. I think it's cod. Okay, that is so nasty. <laughs> and I, I was just imagining that in this scenario, that would not be good. So That's that fair. fish is not the same. Okay. But like trout, you're telling me trout is different than tuna and salmon? <laughs> I doubt it. Anyways, the food was so good. And I have pictures of it so you guys can see how delicious it looks. But look at you. Who Who is she? Eating rice? Eating fish? Yep. Seaweed? Yep. yep. Who would have thought? Not me. Wow. But I have good rice, so it's fine. That does make all the difference. It really does. What about you? Any fish in your path? Um, I don't think I had any fish this week. That's okay. But uh, to be so honest, this week was a total blur. If I hadn't written things down, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a single update for you. Okay, here's what I do every week. If I forget to write things down, I literally go back in my pictures. I look on my photo app and I look on Snapchat memories to see what pictures I took mm-hmm. to remind me. And then I'll save those ones and use them. <laughs> So that's how I that's what works for me. But Love please it. tell me about yours. Um so first, I don't remember how we ended up there. Normally Nick and I will kind of stack our errands so it's like, oh, okay, we're going to the chiropractor, so let's also stop and get some groceries afterward. Or 
oh, we're going sure. to go do this in the morning. So while we're over there, let's go and get these groceries and just kind of that's kind of how we run our errands. It's like, oh, we're going out anyway. We might as well do this. Makes sense. I don't remember what we were doing anyway, but we ended up getting groceries. And while we were there, they had all of, well, I just got a really good, I got a really good drink haul. I got, Sapsucker was on sale. So I got a grapefruit <gasps> sap, grapefruit sapsucker and flow <laughs> water. That's, I don't, I'm not really big on flavored water, but I really love like the boxed flow waters. And there was a kind I hadn't tried before. Oh. So we got one of those and then they had a couple good green juices. So I got some of those. Oh. And I just had a really big, fun drink haul, which is really exciting for me. And then also yeah. that night we were like, oh, we want to watch a movie and just be really cozy tonight. Why don't we stop at our favorite convenience store and pick up some fun <gasps> like Poppy or Olipop too? So we go and nice. we're chatting with the owner a little bit and we're like, yeah, we love that you have these. And the owners there are so sweet, so friendly, so lovely. Yeah. And going into it beforehand, I was like, Nick, we really need to bond with them so that we can get the kinds that we want here because they don't have all the kinds. <laughs> and there are kinds that I was like, I really like these ones, um, but they're not here. And so we were chatting with her and stuff and she was like, I'm so glad you guys are loving this, but if there's any other kinds you want or if there's any that you can think <gasps> of, like we're literally do placing another order tonight. If you want, we can add it to our order. Oh, and I was like, oh my goodness, if you insist, this is amazing. So next shipment is going to have so some pretty sweet kinds. Like what flavors don't they have? Uh, Okay, so for their poppy ones, they really just have like basic soda flavors that i'm not really into like a cola orange yeah grape those just really aren't my vibe i like something that's a little bit lighter and fruitier i guess so there's yeah a raspberry rose and a strawberry lemonade and Ooh. i don't really remember what else because those are the ones i'm very excited about those do sound good yes so got some really fun fun drinks at the grocery store got some fun drinks ordered and bought at the convenience store and then Amazing. you went home and watched eloise christmas no we're saving that i think i said oh, for, right, christmas for christmas eve for christmas yeah, day or something i don't know we tried to watch the holiday but it was so long yeah we watched it once in the past and it's i'm not a movie girl guys i try so hard sometimes but i just can't do it they're too long too emotional too much story and people and plot i always say the perfect time for a movie is an hour and a half or an hour 45 anything longer is too long there is no need for a movie to be any longer than that unless it is star wars or lord of the rings and even that personally i don't like lord of the rings because it's too long mm -hmm. but i understand that people do so i guess i'll make the, ex the exception for that but like a normal run-of-the-mill movie has no business being two and a half hours. No, no, no. One hour. I mean, one hour and 30 minutes. Or one hour and 45 minutes. Nothing more. Please. I'm begging. Anyway, we watched part of that movie and then we were done. That was our movie night. <laughs> At least half of Great. the movie. Um, At least you Yeah. And my fun drink saga continues because over the next few Ooh. days... Nick has time off because want, want, real time tomorrow he is writing one of his last exams before um, the CFE for his CPA. 
degree, which is very exciting and very exciting that he's had time off to study too. But like we've been grinding over here, guys. Yeah, really though. So we've been going to cafes in the morning to work. Well, for me to work, for him to study. And each time we go, I'm getting a coffee. And I am not a very caffeinated human. Um, Mm -hmm. I drink one or two coffees at home a week, sometimes decaf. So I've had four coffees four days in a row. Um, Wow. And then today's, I was like, it needs to be decaf. I can't keep doing this to myself. (laughs) That's so real. Yeah. Because you don't really get coffee because you need coffee. You want to be awake or anything like that. You Mm -hmm. get it because it's a fun little drink to have when you're studying. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed in this episode, but I really just love a good, like, fun drink. And sometimes for me, (laughs) that's making an herbal tea. And sometimes that's making coffee at home and sometimes that's going to all the stores and buying all the fun drinks i can find that's so true yeah luke is really a drink early and i'm kind of becoming but i just don't have the same palate as him or the same palate as you i need like that good in between not quite herbal tea but not quite yeah i was gonna say maybe luke and i are two different extremes exactly (laughs) polar opposites but we both have the same the same heart (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's so real. He's just the kiki version of you. Ugh, yes. It all comes back to that. Hmm, interesting. I wonder if it's biblical. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Another thing is Nick and I went to the Valley this weekend, and we spent Ooh. Friday night, Friday night at his parents' house. Um, I had a little work bed. new bed? Yes, they just put a Murphy bed in their house as a guest space. Last time we slept just on a cute. couch and air mattress, which didn't go over as well as we had hoped. Oh, occurred. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, it's because Nick blew up the air mattress for two bodies and then he got off of it. And then I was stuck on this air mattress oh. and it was like breaking my bones. That's actually the worst. Yeah. But now they have a lovely Murphy bed. Good. It's kind of high tech too. Really? It has these like built in lights that are touch censored. Oh. But if you accidentally brush your hand across them, mm-hmm. they will blind you. So very innovative. You just have to you just have to be, be smart cautious, at yeah. night. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I can't wait to see it in real life. But I saw the pictures of when you were there. I'm sure you'll tell most more, but it looked so cute. Yeah. So they have a lot of property, which is amazing. Oh, and on our drive there, they live like on a on a mountain, and um, there are some farms and some other homes with larger properties near them. Mm-hmm. And we were driving at dusk, and we were watching all these little baby cows go back home into their oh. barn, and it was so cute. That is so cute. <laughs> there was four of them, and we were like, "Oh, you're so precious." Oh, yeah, they were so cute. I love that, especially at that time of day. Little sunset, yeah. some small baby cows. Yeah, no, it was it was a beautiful moment. I love it. In the morning, we well, we had pre-planned this. We were like, okay, we're gonna go for a walk with Nick's parents on like the trail on their property, right? Just to like see it in the winter because it's fun to go on walks and because the dogs will love it. 
and it's supposed to be really nice and it was really beautiful like the sun was gorgeous the weather was gorgeous perfect and the dogs were so happy junie loves the snow so much like it's actually crazy how much she loves it (laughs) and side note we just lost all of our snow so that's kind of a bummer it really is but it was the perfect kind of like packed but still powdery snow so junie was running around and she was like hopping in it and then she would go and she would roll in it and then she'd like dig in it and shove her face and play with hudson my in-law's dog in the snow and we just got to enjoy the weather and the puppy's goofiness that is so and it was great i just the image of that warms my heart so yeah my mother-in-law like posted a picture or shared it in the family group or something and someone was like uh this is a hallmark this is from a Hallmark movie. Even their house, like, there's a picture of them in front of the house holding hands on the chairs. And, like, the wreath is on the door. And Dad was saying their type of house has, like, a lot of roof, which is, like, super beautiful for mm-hmm. the time, like, that it was built. And it still is nice now. It is the perfect winter house. That picture might be the yeah. one, like, for the cover of all magazines. Or even the pictures mm-hmm. of you guys in the snow with Junie. So freaking So obviously these were not posted in the family group chat. No, because no, I've seen that. <laughs> I'm not in the family group chat. That's kind of rude. But no, she posted them on Facebook. There was like a big post. Yeah. Okay, let me know if your family does this because I literally had never heard of this until I married into this family. They have on Facebook family groups. And that's kind of the group chat that I was talking about, where they'll make, oh, like, family posts. And okay. instead of creating a group chat or something, we're constantly posting or sending each other, I guess, emails, texts. That is smart. They're posting everything, like, centrally in those groups. Because I have one of those groups for work, and it's, like, a great way for everyone to communicate, like, all the families and stuff. And we do a daily post for the kids and it's like private mm-hmm. but it's not as busy as a group chat so it's kind of smart especially if you have a big family and you live far away you want to keep each other updated and in the loop it's kind of a good idea and then you can just mm. if you don't want to see it you just don't go on facebook you know whereas a group chat you have to like mute it and then you have to click it to make the notification go away whereas this you don't really need to but i also have never heard of that i'm sure you're so but- active in there <laughs> if you know me (laughs) you'll know and you have probably oh i'm so sorry if this bothers you but if i'm in a group chat i will not open the group chat i will not look at anything i will not ever comment or acknowledge anything in the group chat like i am not in the group chat even if you put me in i'm so sorry because it gets yeah i don't i don't want to hurt you i just it gives me so much anxiety and shuts my brain off so it's it's not you it's me i promise yeah that's that's understandable there are so many times we're like okay nick just make the group without me or just tell me what's happening like give me the relevant information true yeah makes sense (laughs) that's nick's job it is i'm like you do the admin you're the accountant (laughs) a little different but we'll accept that answer (laughs) you are more kiki you that is your job kiki wow uh my final little update which i think you can share my enthusiasm for um is nick and i went thrifting the other day Mm -hmm. and while we were out i found a watering can 
And I have been trying to buy a watering can for so long, except I think that they're kind of okay. a shocking price. And the ones at the thrift stores I've always seen are ugly or small, split at the seams, so literally useless. Why are they that? This one is not. This one has a shower spout, which I'm very excited about because all the other ones just had like the little skinny pour. Really? Yeah. And it is a really big one and it's neutral. It's like a dark blue gray color almost. Nice. So like perfect. Not neon, not broken, not $40. No, because when we went a win. to the plant store here when you were visiting, we yeah. went and there were some that were on a pole, just like the most averagest things I've ever seen. Normal colors, nothing special to them. Oh, $40. Genuinely thought... Yeah, no, genuinely thought we could have bought them at the dollar store. It's a slab of plastic. What do you mean? Some of them were cute colors. There was like pretty purples and stuff. True. Those were different ones. Those ones had flowers and stuff. Still, $40. And they were so small too. Mine also has flowers and stuff on the plastic. But yes, I did not pay an astronomical price for it. And it's big and it shows you how much water is on the inside i don't know if that's a normal thing for watering cans but also very excited about the shower spout and that i don't have to just like drown my plants yes true true that kind of reminded me of something else that i saw this week actually it's nothing Mm -hmm. like that but i just thought of it anyways so as i was driving home from work on my lunch break it was okay so i when I go to work, I have to drive through a school zone, so I always have to drive super, super slow. But this day, it was uh, there was no school, so I could drive normal 50 okay. through, down the road. So I was driving, and then I see these cats that are like coming onto the road. So I slow way down, uh-huh. and it's fine, but there's a black cat and an orange cat chasing it. So they're running. They run across the street. A black cat runs about probably 20 feet up a tree. I You watched it just run? I watched it go straight up the tree, defying all gravity. I've heard of cats being stuck in trees, but I've never even thought of how they get up there. He just ran right up. That's so crazy. We've never owned cats. No. Haven't really interacted with cats. No. So this is a common thing. We just aren't in the know. Yeah, sorry about that. If it's not that shocking. It was very shocking for me. Everyone's that like, that's crazy. literally normal. We say that every day. No, I don't think it's that normal. But the orange cat didn't follow. He just stayed at the bottom. Uh, it was, I literally had to stop the car and just look. So I was like, did that just happen? And it just stayed there, 20 feet in the air, just holding on with its claws. Maybe I should have, like, checked on it, but I was in the rush to get back to work. <laughs> That's actually so crazy. It was. It really was. I don't think I have anything else to share, except, except that Luke usually gets home from work earlier than me and mm-hmm. the gas station today. And whatever, he got a couple fun drinks. They're not as fun as yours. They were prime, lemonade, virgin, whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I am doing the dishes, and I remember that there's a dish in the, on the desk. So I go to grab it. Oh, there's like five chewed up hubba bubba blue bubblegum spit out. Little hubba bubba at the grocery store. Like, what is this? We're going back to our seven-year-old days. No, he saw it. He was like, oh, yes, I haven't had that in ages. And got it. Tune it up, spit it out. The smell of it is nostalgic. Where did he spit it out, though? In the bowl. 
Okay, I thought you. I thought it was just on the desk. No, 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 no. He's not crazy. Okay, that's why I was like, oh, interesting. Oh, divorce? No. <laughs> but <laughs> at least in the bowl. But still, I just saw it and I was like, what is this? And I looked closer. That's so funny. Anyways, want to start off our story portion? Yes, I do. This story is going to be interesting for sure. All right. It says, my husband invited his family without telling me, so I canceled, and he wants a sorrowful emoji fireworks show apology. Ah, as one often does. So to give some context, I, female 32, have been married to my husband, male 39, for eight years. I work a full-time job while he does a three times a week night shift. We have a three-year-old and I'm six months pregnant. Okay. This whole drama started days ago. My husband has a rowdy family and on every Christmas they'd gather at his father Harold's house. My father Harold-in-law passed away a year ago and this year my husband decided as the painting of Mona Lisa but she's the rat king from the nutcracker with a full face of makeup of the family (laughs) to host Christmas at our house. (laughs) Unbeknownst to me, he sent out invitations for a seven-day Christmas celebration to his entire family, which are about 29 members in total. You're joking. I found out about it by accident. No! And I was too bummed out to react. I confronted him on it, and he said I shouldn't be surprised and just be mysterious, because after his father Harold's death, He's now the family's painting of the Mona Lisa, but she's the rat king from the Nutcracker with a full face of makeup. And all the major family events will be held at our house and in his presence. Excuse me? I freaked out and said, no, 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 no. Stay to the stuff you know. (laughs) And he should have spoken to me before sending out any invitations to his family, knowing that I have other commitments like work and vacuuming the house and washing the windows (laughs) and our son. He said we'll manage if I took time off work, but that means more workload later and it'd take away from the maternity leave. Buddy, come (laughs) on! I required he cancelled the invitations, but he refused, saying, perish the thought. Then juggled away. Sorry, juggled away. I don't know if I was clear. Juggled away. I ended up sending a mass text to everyone who received an invitation explaining that we will not be hosting Christmas this year. He found out and went off on me, calling my behavior flashily obscure and saying that I broke his word to his family and made him look bright with no socks. I, in a very shredded tone, replied that I didn't sign up to host a celebration and accommodate 29 people while pregnant, (laughs) taking care of a toddler, and working. And I don't care if he became the painting of Mona Lisa, but she's the the rat king from the Nutcracker with a full face of makeup of the family (laughs) after his father Harold's death, because it means nothing to me. He took offense to that and walked out and almost stretched. He later talked about how I flicked his father Harold and him with what I said and demanded a sorrowful emoji fireworks show for canceling the event for being and for being flighty towards him and undermining his authority of his family. I said no apology from me in any form, and the issue is still up, especially with my mother-in-law giving me a buff talk about how 
I was out of line for disrespecting my husband's decision regarding the holiday celebration with the family. Also, to put this out there, he planned on sitting and telling stories of his father, Harold, while I handled everything. And his family believes that as guests, it's rude to ask them for help. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 sir. Stick to the stuff you know. <laughs> Not that. That is... I... That actually shocked me so bad. I'm so sorry. You invited 30 people over to your house for a week and did not expect to lift a finger or to have any of them have any part in hosting yeah and your wife who is six months taking on more parenting roles carrying a child and working full-time is not put kept in the loop for this and is expected to do everything yep and he wasn't even going to tell her she found out by accident yeah totally out of the loop probably because he knew how outrageous this was and knew that she'd try to shut it down as she should. But he's the new painting of the Mona Lisa, but she's the rat king from the Nutcracker with a full face of makeup. So all of a sudden he is on his high horse and has all this authority. Uh, no. This is another situation, too, where, like, he and his mom seem to be working mm. together against his partner, which is never a good sign when you're kind of closer to your mom than your spouse. Yeah, that's <laughs> something's a little off there, if that's the case. Especially being married for eight years. He's 39. She's 32. Like, you're at an age where, like, you should be grown up. I'm also really uncomfortable with the fact that he was like, oh, just take time off and <gasps> cut into your maternity leave. This would cause uh, it- so much stress. Which is not good for you at all. No, especially not before maternity leave. And assuming this is in the States, she only has, what, three weeks, four weeks of mat leave? And she's going to waste one of it? Mm -mm. Especially when she's going to be miserable that entire time? Yeah. Because she said their family was rowdy. Didn't say anything else about it, but if this is how the mother-in-law and husband are, it's not looking good. I'm also assuming rowdy means a lot of work on her end on top of like regular hosting duties where are you going to have these people sleep 30 people how big is your house i'm actually so shocked with the husband right now i can't imagine being in a position where nick goes hey by the way i invited all of these people to come stay with us for a week and you're going to be doing everything and i'm just going to hang out with them oh and by the way i actually wasn't going to tell you any of this (laughs) Or actually, they're coming tomorrow. I just kept you out of the loop. What? Um, yeah. I would understand a little bit if this kind of thought process came up right after the father died. Because that could be like his form of grief. Like, oh, I need to take over. I'm the man of the family now. I need to pull my weight. But it's been a year and this is no way to go about it. Like, I'm sure he's still grieving, and that's valid, and I'm sure that he's upset about his father dying and his family dynamic changing, but that's no excuse to be a bum. Well, the what's frustrating, too, is that he's like, oh, I have this big role in my family now, like these big shoes to fill, but I 
just actually dumping all of the work onto you and expecting right. you to do everything. And I'm just like, hey, everyone, come to my house. I'm going to chat with you and just hang out. Yeah, because he could have he could have had this mindset of being the painting of the Mona Lisa, but she's the rat king from the Nutcracker with a full face of makeup and decided to plan it all and maybe decide where it's going to be hosted. It didn't need to be hosted at his house anyways. Mm -hmm. But like you're saying, he could have actually done some work or he could have actually talked to other people about it. Or maybe um, talked to his wife yeah. and made a plan together. Exactly. That's a little odd. Because I'm sure that they could have come to a compromise where they were both putting in effort, but also respecting the fact that she has a job where she cannot take time off right now. And they are also parents and she is also pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not not okay. Mm, I am not his biggest fan. <laughs> R.I.P. to Mona Lisa Rat King. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But we'll just pretend that it's not real and move on. Yeah, that one was fake. <laughs> okay. This one starts like this. So, I'm a 22-year-old dude, and something pretty sparkly happened to me at Dollarama last week. Okay. I'm still tapping my toes over it, but also poking at how cringe it was. I was in the birthday decor section, minding my own business, checking out some monster truck cups. When this kid, maybe like 13, comes flossing down the aisle, oh. like he's being chased <laughs> by a rhinoceros or something. That is so, that's an accurate description of a 13-year-old right there. <laughs> He's belting and yodeling, totally unsupervised. His mom, nowhere to be seen. LOL. Now here's where it gets nuts. Smiley face. <laughs> this kid, for no apparent reason, aggressively aims a flick right at my ear. Oh. I mean, I saw it coming in slow motion. Instinct kicks in, right? I sidestep him and spin him on my finger like a basketball. <laughs> Nothing crazy, just enough to get him away from me. Right. The kid right. stumbles back, trips over his own two feet, and falls on his butt. He's more shocked than hurt, but he starts fainting like I've just karate chopped him into the next aisle. Cue huh. the mom. She hears the commotion and comes flailing over. Kid starts pointing at me and saying that I spun him over and hurt him badly, and she demands to know why I've mauled her child. Uh -oh. I try to explain, but she's having none of it. She's clapping. The kid's bowing. And I'm just standing there, <laughs> feeling like a total jerk, but also kind of annoyed. Honestly, was contemplating just leaving, but I didn't want the cops called or something. A store employee comes over to see what's up, and I explain the situation. When I explain what happened, the mother gets infuriated at me and says that wasn't a, re a reason to spin her child, so basically I should have just let myself get flicked in the ear since it's a child the mom is still ranting about how i should not be allowed near children ever and how she's going to escalate this Ooh. in the end the store manager comes over calms everyone down and after reviewing the security footage tells the mom that her son was clearly in the wrong she huffs off with her kid glaring at me like i'm some kind of monster i ended up just leaving without buying anything because the mood was totally ruined definitely <laughs> That is crazy. I cannot imagine just standing in the... Something about aisles and stores just doesn't go well for the people in these stories. 
there's always <laughs> something wrong but like just going up getting flicked in the ear how are you supposed to react especially you don't know what that is if you're turned around that could be like someone putting drugs in your ear or something i don't know <laughs> anything unsafe so like reacting and like self-defending makes sense he did it very um theatrically but like he self i mean there was clapping and bowing yeah see that was interesting it's a little show yeah it all seems really dramatic but uh it's always really frustrating when a really aggressive mom comes into a story and is just really blindly and aggressively defending her child yeah it's always the parents that think their children are angels those children cause a lot of problems always yeah but also the parents escalate the situation yes if the mother had handled that differently the whole story could have looked different yes if the mother (laughs) mothered then it would have been better because also i think the child like the son knew oh if i do this like my mom's gonna react like this like she's gonna protect me and see me as the victim in this situation see that's not that's not teaching the kid respect first of all he's 13 years old he should know how to treat people or not treat people in public Mm -hmm. like you know right from wrong at the age of 13 yes and that that's not appropriate or respectful to a random stranger who's literally minding their own business or to anyone oh yeah that too (laughs) But it'd be different if the kid was just, like, talking loudly or being obnoxious. If he just kept, like, flossing through the aisle, that's different. That's annoying. But it's not hurting anyone. Exactly. But this, like, physically hurting someone? Yeah. You can't be doing that. No. And you're right. It's the mom who's enabling. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if this happens, what's stopping him from going and doing it again? Because there was no consequences for him. Yeah. I'm wondering what the parent-child dynamic looked like after leaving the store probably oh my little baby i'll get you some ice cream (laughs) that did that poor old man hurt you oh creepy yeah well my next story also takes place in a store okay so it's called nine items or less okay this isn't my story i was actually kind of roughly in it but it was not it was too good not to post On Tuesday, my dad was holding his annual Valentine's Day party and making conversation heart cookies when disaster struck. He was low on cardamom. He takes his Valentine's cookies very seriously, so this would not do. Oh, no. He needed to prep the food. My mom quickly, oh, my mom needed to watch my step cousin, and my younger brother was in the middle of an overly quirky lacrosse game. Oh, I didn't have anything to do but lounge around and wait for my girlfriend and her family to get there in an hour, so I was the one drafted for the most fishy of tasks, going to the grocery store on a holiday. I dodged the encyclopedias of dads doing last-second shopping for Valentine's essentials, grabbed the cardamom, and headed to the express counter. Every other line is packed with dads loaded with 4,571 items, to a cart and there's only one nine item or less express checkout open there's only two people in front of me a grandfather type and a niece type this is where the shoelace erupts 
as the niece type notices that the grandpa has stunning disbelief 10 items oh no so the next part's like in a dialogue so niece type you don't belong in this line you have too many items grandpa sorry i'm in a rush and three of these are potted plants niece type eight is more oh nine is more no (laughs) whoa sorry okay niece says nine no okay (laughs) wait okay niece Ten is more than nine. Those are the rules. Go to the wrinkly line. Grandpa, I'm not going to spend six hours in line over one item. This will only take... Niece, ugh, whatever. You don't think rules apply to you? Get out of this line. Grandpa, look, I would have been done by now if you... Get out, or I'm calling Cupid. Grandpa sighs and takes a milk carton off the conveyor belt. The niece type sneered a sweet sneer, and the grandpa had his groceries scanned and pays. This is where things get grumpy. Grandpa picks up the milk. I'd also like to pay for this. The cashier starts a new transaction, Mm. rings him up for his single item, and then he pays and leaves. He only wound up delaying Niece Lady and me by less than a minute, but the look on her face when she realized what he was doing was completely or complicatedly priceless. I'm so glad this story ended the way that it did. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, why was she harassing this man? Right, literally over one item? It takes no longer. No. Because it's express checkout, not self-checkout. At first, I thought it was self-checkout, but it's express. So literally, you're putting it on, the cashier is just ringing it through quickly, and you're good to go. If you're... One more item? Yeah. Mm -mm. If your cart was full, overflowing, and you walked into that line? Yeah, absolutely not. You're not in the right spot, buddy. Ten items? I feel like, also, you don't always need to... I mean... Do you always count the exact number of grocery items you have? You look at it and you're like, oh, this is no. a small amount. I can go in this line. You care over one item. Apparently, this niece lady, uh, but it was so nice of him to just like put it to the side and then, ooh, But also, all of that drama, literally for what? By the t- If you hadn't done all of this, you would already be in your car. Right. It's just wasting time. It's taking way more time. And that's what he was trying to say. I would have been done by now if you were leaving yeah. me alone. Let me, leave uh, me alone. I love that the cashier just let him do his thing, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear the cashier's perspective of this. True. I'm sure it would be similar, but... I would have just been scanning the stuff. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, sorry yeah. to interrupt. Like, this is your order total. So true. I wonder how she feels about people who pick up something at the cash register. Like, you know how there's magazines or gum or just like little candies? Right. I wonder how she would react if someone who had nine items picked up one thing. And was like, ah, you can't buy that. This is Express. But I wonder you can't if do that here. she's that kind of person. Like... Who would walk in with nine items and then also be like, oh, let me just grab this pack of gum and some candy and a, a couple <laughs> magazines. And yeah. it's just kind of this double standard. Or she's like, oh, girl math, things that you grab in the line don't count. 
<laughs> so <laughs> true. That is girl math. Wow. Oh, no, I'm goodness. so relieved that that were ended the way it did and that he was just like, okay, I'm still getting this. Actually, do you know who I think would handle this this way? Who? Luke. Yes. He would just be like, whatever, like, I'm not going to fight you back and put it, and but then still. Yeah, then he'd be like, okay, I'm still a little bit petty and I'm still getting all my groceries. Yeah, because he still needs it. Like, if he got three milk cartons, it was for a reason. Mm-hmm. And he's, yeah, that's so true. Oh, what a great story. <laughs> I loved the beginning. I would love to try his conversation heart cookies for valentine's day that oh yeah that was so wholesome yeah it really like it was a wavy episode i mean episode story yeah to be honest i forgot about that initial part because i was just so caught off guard by the niece like girl what's going on um what do you think of the fact that the main characters girlfriend and family were coming over and they were hosting this big holiday party for For valentine's day valentine's day Maybe he was trying to propose or something. It's kind of extravagant. I feel like if I was trying to propose, I wouldn't be like, oh, gotta go to the grocery store for my dad. So true. Because it seems like his, like, he was the only one who was chill. Yeah. That's not a proposal. That's so true. I don't know. Maybe they just really take Valentine's Day seriously here. Because it seems like there were other people over, too, if there was a whole lacrosse game going on. (laughs) True. It's very interesting. Conversation heart cookies, though, that's a fun little tradition. Yeah, I like it. But what kind of spice is cardamom? Like, how does it taste? Um, It's something that you'd use in baking. Okay. Typically, I don't know how to describe it, but it's something that I typically use with cinnamon. Okay. Or oh, that's perfect. It's also, it can also be like a flavor in a latte. Oh, gotcha. Well, like yeah. nutmeg and so cinnamon. that kind of gives you the vibe, I guess. I don't really like nutmeg though. Maybe that's a hot take. I don't really know much about it. <laughs> I just thought it was like a cinnamon enhancer. Maybe it's because I've, I've learned that, like, if I'm putting something in my coffee or in a drink or something similar to that. I can't have a grainy spice. It needs to be a really fine powder. So maybe my nutmeg just hasn't been fine enough mm-hmm. for me to like. Because I hate chunks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's valid. Anyways. Speaking of fun drinks. Oh. Let's get into our final story of the day. Let's do it. This is another cafe one. Because honestly, I feel like every cafe one I find really so hits. good. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Okay. So, back in the day, I worked in a very popular, extra-large, cool and trendy waterfall cafe. Love it. The owner was jubilant. He managed the coffee machine and took orders for the coffee also. Uh, To the customer, he had no personality, no sense of humor, and would not speak unless spoken to. But to his staff and friends, he was warm-hearted, dandy, pleasant, and delightful. Here are some quotes I can remember from him, all uttered with no expression on his face whatsoever, always. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I'll read you an interaction and we can inter- like we can react after each interaction. I guess conversation. Twin interaction, mm-hmm. you mean? <laughs> oh. 
Customer. Could I have a white chocolate whipped caramel with crunchy lemongrass topping, please? Uh, boss goes, why? He would then just not make it, and when the customer came back asking where their coffee was, he would give them their money back and point to the door. When I asked him about not making these ridiculous coffees, he replied, They take longer to make than they do to drink. All our other customers, who, who order like humans, would have to wait longer, and it's a chain reaction. It's not worth losing our reputation as efficient, and we don't need those people or want those people in here. Uh, why did she just say no when she asked? Why did you have to be so mysterious about it? Huh? That's actually, okay, but he's kind of real for saying that it takes longer to make than it does to drink. Because those I can slurp right down. Yeah, his reaction, like, it was a really factual. Yes, I know like, everything he knew what he was about talking him. about. Yes. But the fact that. They say, okay, this is what I want. And he goes, why? And he just doesn't make it. And the customer's waiting long enough for them to be like, oh, maybe I should just double check. Oh, my goodness. See, I would just like to bring you to Silently no. gives their money and points yeah, to the what? But maybe, do you think he's the kind of guy who would be trying to teach a lesson and be like, oh, you want to waste everyone else's time? I'm happy to waste your time. Probably, but it's still an innocent coffee orderer. No, I don't think you can call that coffee. It was white hot chocolate, caramel, la da 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 But, like, she just wants a little dessert. Is it innocent? Drink. Okay, yeah, it's a little bit extravagant. But even think of places like Starbucks. If you add, like, two things, it becomes so long. Even their drink menu, each drink yeah. is, like, so long to say, let alone if you have modifications. Well, then it's like, okay, does it take longer to say than to make the drink right. to you? That's true. I don't know. I'm not totally against oh. it because I think it's kind of funny. But I would be Yeah, I just think that he's like, it is funny that he's like, no, these are people that we don't right. want here. If you're going to order something dumb, it's kind of smart. We don't want your money. We don't want peace owner. Well, and then you leave and you're like, what world just happened? Next interaction. Customer. This dirty chai latte isn't hot enough. I asked for it to be very hot. Boss says, if you can hold it for five seconds, you can have it for free. Spoiler alert, they <gasps> never could. Oh, okay. Why would you want it hotter? You can't drink it. If you can't hold it. How is it not hot enough? Right. And obviously you want... Like, this boss guy? He's clever. <sighs> yeah, I don't even here for it. I feel like, first of all, he's definitely very kiki, very straight factual. But <laughs> there's this show. I don't know if anyone listening has ever watched it. It's called Good Trouble. And it's like a spinoff of The Fosters. Emily, you've never watched it, so don't even worry about it. But mm -mm. there's this guy, and he's like owner of this big huge tech company and he's very much the same okay. vibes as this just like always straight face always like factual just like never really showing emotion but like super smart and he gets it done and i think that's a great kind of person to be leading a business or owning a business that's fair and that's just exact exactly what i'm picturing for this guy I feel like it would be, this would be a situation where you, you would enjoy sitting in the cafe and watching these interactions and just yeah. kind of processing everything that's happening socially. But also, 
have equally matched anxiety where you're like, please don't direct this energy at me. Like, I can't have this conversation with you. I will crumble. I would be scared to work for him. Oh, yeah. But also, if you work for him, you you get his actual personality. True. He said for the customers that he was very dull. Yeah. And you never really have to question what he's thinking because he would just tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so silly of them, though, that they're like, this isn't hot yeah. enough. I asked for it to be very hot, but they couldn't even hold right. it in hand. Why would you need it hotter than that? How do you know it's not hot enough? Like, do you want it to be boiling in the cup? Bubbles forming? A rolling boil? Huh? <laughs> like, what's your expectation? Yeah. Because he's not doing it to just, like, just like a customer who's coming and ordering something, leaving. No, no. Mm-hmm. You're causing problems, so he's going to make it a bigger problem for you. Yeah, he has no tolerance for this crap. I love it. But also, he's he's literally saying, if you can do this, if you don't think it's hot enough, I will give it to you for free if you can prove that it's not hot right. enough. And they can't. Huh. Interesting. Okay, are you ready yes. for the next one? Customer. I am not paying $3.75 for a chocolatine. Boss, you can have it for free if you promise to never come <laughs> back. Okay. <laughs> and I wonder if they took it. Can you imagine? Because what if you take it and it's the best chocolatine you've ever had, but now you're on the don't, do not serve list at the cafe? Like, is it really worth $3.75? Right. Or like, if it's bad, then you've just gotten a free bad chocolatine. I don't know. But the other thing is, like, do you need to say every single thing you're thinking out loud? <laughs> Sometimes there's something that you just say in your head and you're like, hmm, their chocolatine's a little pricey to me, so maybe I just won't buy one and I will just look at something yes, else. Yes, that is so true. And that's honestly, I feel like most of them are $5 <laughs> around here, so that's a deal. Quit checking, Megan. It's a deal. Okay. <laughs> Last last interaction. Someone ordered a BLT on toasted sourdough with sweet potato fries. Um, so he delivered it to a waterfront table outside. Customer says, I said no lettuce. Boss takes lettuce from the sandwich and frisbees it into the back of a passing <gasps> truck. That's impressive. <laughs> I would like to know what do you think of that? <laughs> I would like to know the exact expression on his face and on the customer's face and on the truck driver's face. Cause wow. Truck driver gets out to see what's happening in there <laughs> or get like is delivering mm-hmm. something, goes to the back of their truck. See lettuce. Soggy lettuce. Le- lettuce. It has like mayo and tomato juice still on it. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh dear. That's hilarious. Um, Yeah, the story is ended just by saying, his actions made no difference to the popularity of his business at all. Even Karens weren't, ga- even, Karens weren't even game to take oh. him on. A true legend in hospitality. I tip my hat. Imagine someone, spe- someone says, um, excuse me, I need to speak to your manager, and he comes out. 
he would put them in their place, he probably would just say not a single word to them. And he, true, because he's not really that rude about it. <laughs> he would just point to the door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. I kind of love it. I know. <laughs> he's an icon. Wow. I wonder what his name is. Can you imagine ordering something, getting something not, like getting something on it that you asked for not on it, causing a scene about it, and then the owner of the cafe reacting like that? <laughs> First of all, pick it off yourself. Clearly, it's not that hard if you could do it that fast. Literally. Like, what do you want them to do? Bring it back and make you a new one? That's so wasteful. And it's literally lettuce. It has no flavor anyways. Just take it off yourself. Don't order a BLT if you don't like the BLT. Yeah, if you don't want the L, just order a BT or get something completely different. Yeah. My first thought as someone serving somebody would not be, oh, let me just take the lettuce off of your sandwich in front of you. And what do I do with it? Oh, yeah, I just hope it lands in that truck over there driving by. (laughs) I wonder if it was just accidental. He threw it and the truck managed to go at the exact time or if it was on purpose and he did the math in his head and threw it at the exact velocity that it would land in the truck bed. Oh, Come on, he definitely did definitely. the math. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. He's so smart. He is. Wow, truly a legend in hospitality. Yes, I want to. I want more of those stories from him. I know there's a very long list. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite interaction of the ones shared? Um, oh, I don't know. I like the, just like the blunt pettiness of the second one that was just like you <laughs> you can have it for free if you never come back but also like getting the <laughs> lettuce into the truck is so impressive but even the first yeah. one it's just like oh yeah here's your money we're not making that uh, or the if you can hold it for five oh, seconds yeah. that was good honestly he offered to give people things for free multiple true. times. Very true. So obviously he's not worried about the business. Well, and they said that none of this affects him. Well, because he's good enough yeah. at business, I guess. But he's offered things for free and refused to serve people. True. It seems like he's... And it literally doesn't matter. I feel like he would care very well for his staff. Like, not let them be verbally abused or anything. Yeah. Honestly... From the amount of horror stories that we've heard happen at cafes, like, he he's a hero. So true. He has no tolerance for any of the drama. <laughs> Good for him. And also, the, his personality likely squashes any kind of staff drama that could be happening. True. Too. I feel like he has no tolerance for that either. It seems like a civil workplace, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also good that his um, staff sees him in a very different light from the customer so that it it's not a situation where they always are walking on eggshells or kind of anticipating some kind of strange or aggressive demeanor mm-hmm. from him. Very true. 
oh what would be so funny is if the guy driving the truck just regularly regularly did that route and he was used to finding <gasps> stuff like that in the back <laughs> of his truck <laughs> like oh not this guy again He's like oh another unsatisfied customer at the cafe that's hilarious but I wonder if that customer was welcome to never come back as well. Or if it was just like a one and done incident. You know, because the first I guess was the first customer definitely not coming back. The second customer was asked mm-hmm. to not come back. The third customer could come back. The second customer was the oh, hot sorry. one. That one could come back. The third customer was asked exactly. not to come back. Yeah. And then I wonder about this one. Yeah. It depends on if it was a lighthearted or like a bratty. Right. Well, I can't even imagine causing any of these scenarios. No. Because the first one. You make an order, you take whatever exactly. you get. And if it's not on the menu, just don't order it. You know? Ooh, yeah, I'm so sorry. I've never heard of a cafe having crunchy lemongrass <laughs> topping spread. True. <laughs> just I would point at the door too. There's the door. There's the door. Roll out a red carpet. Yes, so true. Have a sign or like you know when Aladdin when the genie is um like making all those background things, he has like all those flashing neon light up signs pointing to mm-hmm. something. I can't remember what. Those appear. He clicks a button and those appear, pointing them to the door, guiding them out. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Those are some good stories today. They were indeed. On that note, I hope everybody has the best holiday season. We'll talk to you next week. A little, it'll be super Christmassy episode, holiday special bonus. Yes. So exciting. Our stories are very festive. We will have another Grinch intro. We hope that you're loving him as much as we are. Because we'll chuckle. He's funny. Merry Grinchmas. I wish Mm -hmm. I could do the Grinch voice but unfortunately it's beyond me it's talent you've yet to yep, master I'll work on it maybe in the new year that's my re- uh, new year's resolution mm-hmm. by next christmas i'll be mastered at the grinch nomi will be doing the grinch voice herself <laughs> yeah. perfect <laughs> well we'll talk to you then wow yeah have the best holiday season guys We love you so much. We are sending you so much holiday cheer and love. I second that. I was trying to think of something else clever, but (laughs) it couldn't come to me. Sorry. (laughs) Pretend I said something. Insert clever comeback here. (laughs) Kisses. Bye. Bye.